Greetings, programs. Welcome to Short Form After Dark. I hope you have a fantastic week. As always, I want everybody to be doing well, kicking ass and taking names. After Dark is, well, it's where we just kind of kick back with our favorite adult beverage. And don't worry so much about filtering. We just kind of say what's on our minds. More of a adults only type of forum. This one, it one I've kind of held back on for a while. Interestingly enough, this topic is what inspired me to start short form, the podcast in general, but I've actually hemmed and hawed about the best way to approach it. But like many, I'm sort of over trying to figure out what the best way is to talk about it, and I'm just ready to freaking talk about it. And what is it we're going to talk about? Well, as the title probably gave you a hint, gun violence in the United States. Now, right from the start, why, why do I want to talk about this? No, correction. Why do I feel compelled to talk about this? And why was this something that I felt inspired podcast in general? According to ABC News, as of March 2023, there have been 132 shootings in the United States. These are mass shootings. That number is actually low because it's not taking into account two days ago, a bank employee went into Louisville, Kentucky Bank and killed more people. So it's actually 133 shootings so far this year. Of those shootings, 398 teens and 71 children were killed. 398 teens, 71 children. I'm pausing for effect because that Right there, just what I just said, the information I just said is enough for, I think, anyone to say we have a problem. Period. Period dot. No ends, ifs, or buts. We have some serious problems in this country when it comes to gun violence. It wouldn't be a short-form podcast if I didn't put some sort of movie reference in this. And one of my favorite movies is Dante's Peak. And in that movie, they're trying to figure out whether this volcano is going to erupt. It's a fictitious volcano, but in the film, they're trying to figure out if it's going to erupt. Is it not going to erupt? And Piers Brosnan, who was at the heyday of his Bond days at that time, thinks it is, but nobody really thinks he's right. And he gives this analogy. If you put a frog in water and slowly raise the temperature to the point that it's boiling, the frog will boil to death. If you boil the water first and put the frog in, the frog will immediately jump out. Now, the idea there is if we very slowly warm up to this, if things just gradually get worse over time, we get acclimated to it. But if someone from 20 years ago Let's say we go back in time to 2003 and bring somebody forward just to talk about gun violence. What do you think they'd say? They'd probably be appalled. They'd probably demand, what the hell are we doing and why aren't we doing more? Now, there are all sorts of arguments, pro and con. 
and I pulled up a simple list on Britannica.com. And the reason I'm using Britannica is just because it's easy to digest. They, they don't put a lot of spin on it. It's not editorialized. It just is what it is. And as I'm looking at these pro cons, and by the way, the list that I'm looking at is almost even. There's roughly 20 in the pro and roughly 20 something in the cons. And if I go up and I read just a little section about, you know, what has happened and how many guns are in the country and all these statistics and stats, what they address mainly is the second amendment, because that really seems to be at the heart of this. Now I question that, but let's address this first. Let's talk about the second amendment first. Now the second amendment was ratified on December 15th, 1791, and it's a part of the Bill of Rights. In that amendment, it says, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. At the time, what they were thinking was the fear of the states versus the federal government. In other words, the federal government, which had just been enacted, they were scared that this government would then have too much control. They would be under the oppression of another totalitarian government. And they wanted the states, the individual states, to have the ability to defend themselves should the federal government become unruly to the detriment of the people. This makes absolute sense given the state of the world at the time. Now, what they weren't thinking of, because it didn't make sense, it didn't exist in their world, there weren't 50 different types of guns, 100 different types of guns. There were maybe three. Don't quote me on that. But there were only a handful. And from their point of view, the reason you want a well-regulated militia that's armed that means that the individual people within the state are armed because they make up the militia. Makes total sense. Again, 1791. Now let's fast forward to the 21st century. By the way, that was the 18th century when it was ratified. We are now in the 21st century. We now have any number of sets of guns that shoot different types of ammunition. They shoot automatic, semi-automatic, so forth. Now, the issue here that a, a lot of proponents of owning guns say is the Second Amendment. Nowhere in there does it say you get to own all the guns you want of any type, of any kind, for any purpose. In 2008, the Supreme Court, for the first time in U.S. history, upheld that the individual right to bear arms is what the Second Amendment is for. Now, this is their ruling. There seems to us no doubt on the basis of both text and history that the Second Amendment conferred an individual right to keep and bear arms. Of course, the right was not unlimited. Thus, we do not read the Second Amendment to protect the citizens' right to carry arms or any sort of confrontation, just as we do not read the First Amendment to protect the right of citizens to speak for any purpose. In other words, the whole purpose was to protect yourself. Now, what that's been inferred is 
again, we're living in a state where a state of, I don't even know what to even to call it, fear, fear-mongering, war-mongering, that people need to be able to protect themselves from crime and the U.S. government. There are any number of reports that talk about the more people own guns, the more likely they are to be shot by a gun. It's decades old. What are you living in fear of the U.S. government, legitimately? Now, that's the Second Amendment. Now, I don't want to go too much down that rabbit hole because when you talk about pros and cons, especially the Second Amendment, you basically just spin your wheels. That's why we are where we are. So my thought is this. I'm going to go back to the news report talking about the mass shootings. And in just 2023, 133 shootings so far this year across the country, 498 teens, and 71 children. Correction, 398 teens. I apologize. 398 teens and 71 children. That's a total of 469 kids, all under the age of 18. 469. Now, no matter what your thought process about rights, gun ownership, what types of guns, I fail to see how we can justify not doing something about this. And I don't mean arming teachers, which is idiotic. That's just fucking stupid to think that you're going to arm teachers. That's like after 9-11, the idea that they were going to arm pilots. It's a really stupid idea. Or creating this industry where they come up with safe rooms that we install in the thousands of schools across the country that cost tens of thousands of dollars each and would need to be set up, maintained. The teachers would need to be trained on it. And any time someone shows up with a gun and ammunition that costs, you know, anywhere from a few hundred dollars to maybe a thousand dollars, something like that, fifteen hundred dollars, whatever, they need to get each of them into their ten to twenty thousand dollar safe room so that we can make sure that everybody has the right to carry all the guns they want. Now, again, bring somebody from 15 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago. Bring somebody from the 90s forward to today and explain that situation to them. They're going to look at you like you're an idiot. Because in truth, that's a stupid thing. There's absolutely no reason we're still doing this. None. Now, you have to take into account the lobbying that the NRA does and other groups and the fear, obviously, and the, the enormous implications of either amending our Constitution or clarifying our Constitution. Massive impact. We just had Roe v. Wade overturned after 50 years. Honestly, I think that's had cataclysmic results in the United States as a result. But that's a whole nother subject, so we're not going to go there. Point of all this is to really say, if you're a proponent of owning your semi-automatic rifles, you can have all the ammunition you want, and you are a staunch defender of that, okay. Now, I think what that means is, to my mind, you then go before 
parents of children that have been murdered. And you explain to their face why it's more important we don't do something to stop this so that you can own these and take your Christmas picture with all your family and your kids holding it and send it out to everyone. Do you understand what I'm saying when I, what I mean when I say that? That you look a parent in the eye that has had their children murdered. They've had their generation. That lifeblood is now gone forever. That connection, that part of their soul no longer exists. And it's been taken away in one of the most violent ways possible. But let's make sure that you can buy your semi-automatic rifle because that's your quotation mark right. I'm not going to lie. I know there are people out there who would actually take up that challenge. The point of this is this. It's more about our ethics and morals rather than our legality. Are we, as a nation, as a society, okay with maintaining, demanding our rights, our freedoms, that are only inferred but are actually not written in stone, as the Second Amendment does not guarantee this, everybody can have all the guns they want. Maintaining the status quo and watching our children die, watching them cower, knowing that no matter what we do, someone's going to show up and kill more, maybe tomorrow, maybe next month, but it's only a matter of time. Are we okay with that? Because here's the thing, no matter how I ask this question or who I ask it of, the answer in public is irrelevant. When you wake up and you go into the bathroom and you look at yourself in the mirror, you like who you see by justifying that. Heavy subject today, but we have to figure this shit out. Because I am so sick of watching people's hearts destroyed and lives destroyed. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. I hope you have a fantastic week. Let's make some better decisions.